0: Live via Skype, it's the D B and J Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Turnbuckle Jim, and with me the Sergeant Slaughter to my Colonel Mustafa. Oh
1: man, Ugh, fast count, Brian, and I want my country back.
0: <laughs> well, happy Veterans Day to you, sir.
1: Oh thank you, thank you. I got my country back today. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, um, man, it's been a crazy
0: wrestling week. Yeah. Um, has it? I I, I guess I so. With with Raw, it was crazy. Yeah, Raw was pretty nuts. I uh, gotta give you that. So wanna do Raw first, then do our retrospective pay-per-view when this case is gonna be Survivor Series 2009.
1: Yeah, you know I, I, I wanted to add something. I always wanted to add the um, like a SmackDown segment, but I don't have cricket noises.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, SmackDown is like the one show that I just, just don't care to watch and unfortunately because nothing happens there and if it does they'll show it on Raw. 15 years. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. A, no, but Raw um, so I, I have a couple questions. Um, what was this creepy eye promo that they aired during the uh,
0: the, the Ziggler match? I think yeah, it it's a Luke Harper thing, man. It's um, yeah, it's bizarre. So
1: Okay, so a couple things I got out of this I I was mad slightly that They didn't, the Hulu version of Raw Did not have uh, Adam Rose Turning on the bunny Didn't No, I did not Like, Did that go over well? Did you even watch that part?
0: I did and it's stupid (laughs) You know, I loved Adam Rose at first That was a great gimmick But man, it really hasn't gone anywhere it's not his fault it's I, the fans fault, he has got plenty of fans, man
1: but no, no, it's like I think they just gave up on him, like, I mean, like where's Fandango?
0: yeah, that's true, nobody cares about Fandango either.
1: or, yeah, where's Bo Dallas, right, I mean yeah, geez. really but, um alright, so one of the things I really got on the night was Stephanie McMahon is a pain in the butt Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, she can be either really awesome or just terrible on the mic.
1: Well, like her interactions with Lana and Rusev and that whole thing. And you're like, and, and then she said like, you should consider joining Team Authority because we provided the ceremony you're about to do. Which explains why it sucked, right? Um, yeah. That was horrible. Like, I did understand you did the ceremony and you changed the belt to, like, the Russian heavyweight title. Ooh. But just to, just to brag about something, like, I, I don't care. It was just stupid and pointless waste of time.
0: Yeah, I kind of missed a lot of that stuff, actually, uh, for various reasons. I didn't get a chance to watch, like, more than like, the last half hour and a half, I think, of... Uh of the show so
1: yeah see what else was it um like, the whole thing with Ryback, like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, like, I don't care for the guy, but they're trying to make me care.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird that they kind of did the whole, Ryback's on our team, but he doesn't get along with anybody, so for the main event, when he's fighting Cena, um, after the, the match is over, uh, Ryback's going to destroy everybody. So he's kind of like a free agent, I guess, I don't know, Yeah, I think it's nice to see somebody who's not a clear, like, heel or face that can go either way give people a chance to cheer for something. Um, right back to me though is, is boring and stiff in the ring. Um huh? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm mirroring with you. You are metering with me. That's good. Um, but, you know, I, I don't, like, dislike him. I like the fact that the whole show was kind of revolving around the main event, which is kind of cool. But Ryback himself is just, um, yeah, I don't see why they give him that kind of attention to, to say the truth. Now, it really
1: depends on where this goes from here. Because... It could be just like they did with Christian at the beginning of the year, where they built him up for a month just so he could be in the elimination chamber, just yep. so they can have an extra person to lose, and then you never see him again.
0: Could be, you never know. Um, but they're putting like a lot of people like temporarily in the match, and then they're they're taking them out of the match. I mean, match me in the main event. Uh, it's a, a Survivor Series, the five versus five. Like Jack Swagger, he was a part of the Team soon, and now he's out. Um, then Ryback's on Team Authority, and he's out. And Luke Harper apparently is. in. And so they're they're going through guys left and right here. It's kind of annoying if you ask me. I like to have to set teams, but also the recruitment part process too is half the fun.
1: But do we know for sure that they agreed to make Luke Harper part of the game?
0: Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, it is it is kind of up in the air, so we'll have to see. I mean,
1: just dragging
0: Ziggler into his office, you know, it's like, I'm a team player. <laughs>
1: Good lord. And then apparently, I guess I missed Rowan came back too, but like, apparently he was just looking around the ring and couldn't find her, whoever she yeah.
0: is. That was kind of creepy. Yeah, the whole, like, now stalker rapist for Eric Rowan is. Is not jiving with me. Um, I honestly don't know why they broke those two up because those guys work so well together. And now, like doing singles rosters for all of them, as opposed to being part of the Wyatt family, it's they're, they're not creepy cool anymore. They're just creepy. So,
1: oh, I just want to make sure I got this right. So they basically they announced that. Ambrose is going to fight Bray Wyatt, but neither of them showed up or wrestled on RAW last night.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the explanation is for that. I'm pretty sure if you look hard enough online, you figure it out. Uh, all right, and again,
1: Ken, do, do you do you have any ounce of shit or crap to give about bashing the D, uh, Not the divas, but just specifically the Bellas this week. Y'all need fresh
0: Bella hatred. Mm. No, my Bella hatred's really kind of subsided into tolerance for the Bellas. Um, They—they worked on you. Yeah, I mean, if they weren't hot, I'd probably be more pissed at them, but they are. So, hence, um, yeah, kind of uh, kind of not caring, really, either way. Not not angry, not happy, just kind of meh. Is it, I don't know if we're one, but I, and I will just
1: say, like, the fact that one has the breast implants, the other one doesn't, makes me feel bad for the one that doesn't. Not because I'm against that whole thing, but it's just like, you can tell which one it is now, which is great. But Nikki looks so much better than Bree. Bree just looks like she shouldn't be next to her sister now. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, now we're talking about breasts, all right. (laughs) I think we've kind of gone farther than we wanted to go. And
1: another problem I have is like, so she comes. Okay, first Nikki's got a fantastic entrance, but that stupid ball cap she wears makes her look retarded. I'm sorry. Just dumb. Just stupid. Like I don't like it. Take the hat away, and she's fantastic. What else?
0: Is there anything else that was good? Ah. I, I like Rusev versus uh, Sheamus. Those two can really work. I'd rather have them have like singles matches as opposed to being each other, uh, being the teams, uh, opposed each other on the teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that they could really go. I'm really disappointed they didn't save like the U.S. title match for like pay-per-view instead of putting it on the network, which is fine because I have the network and I paid. Uh, free this month. Yeah, it's. Fr- do I get charged for this month? Actually, yeah, you do. Oh, goddamn it, Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, he's got your money. He's not letting it go. I got your money, damn it. Uh, as uh, yeah, the most product. Oh, not no, Dang it. Dang it, dang it, dang it. So I'm assuming that they're setting this up to where either Ryback joins Cena or he doesn't, and Orton's the last guy. See, that just seems like they're just going to go with Ryback because they don't want to give the fans what they're expecting.
0: Yeah, but what we're expecting is Randy Orton coming back and totally destroying the authority, um, which would be cool. would be nice, nice having him in like the last spot, but Ryback being the last spot for Team Cena, yeah. Well,
1: just based off what they have right now, they the power has got a pretty terribly crappy wrestling wrestling team. Seth Rollins is good. Yep. Take Seth Rollins away, you just have like twelve hundred pounds of
0: stiff. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, if they put. uh luke harper on the team at least it'll it would the match will be better um i'm really surprised triple h is not uh, on team authority because he's the most logical choice that you know his current position depends on his team winning and they're not doing anything
1: well that's the nice move if they don't accept luke harper yeah you know we like you know i appreciate the thought but if, if my ship is going down, I'm going down with the
0: ship. I'm going to burn. If you're going to
1: burn, we're all burning. We're all going
0: to hell. Oh, my God. We're going to burn so hard. Yeah,
1: it's terrible. It's terrible. But, yeah, um, I didn't think of anything else that really happened that was worth a, a damn,
0: honestly. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, not a big fan of the, the, uh, the, the raw. Um, I'm going to give it, shoot, a C+.
1: Agreed. Oh, another thing that got me. Okay, so... <laughs> This what what does it say? Big man or is big guy on Ryback's tights or something? Uh, big guy. And then what that the problem we had with Seth Rollins is like it's not big man, it's big guy. Look look at my tights. Look, look look at my tights. Like he can't even talk. And and you know you know normally you would hate when the authority would just jump out there because they do it all the time. Ryback had like one sentence. He's like the big man is back, and then got cut off. By Triple H's music, I was like, eh, you know, for once I'm actually happy to see him. <laughs> I like his terrible promos.
0: Yeah, his promos are pretty atrocious. Um, Glad they're not doing that again. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. Anyway, I got some trivia for you, man.
1: Well, I got one for you first because it's the only good one I have. All right. Who is the longest reigning champion in wrestling history? The
0: longest reigning champion. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, That's a pretty broad question. Are we talking about, like, of all of... Wrestling Professional, R- wrestler, of course. Professional Wrestling Professional Wrestling Lou Fez No
1: Um I thought I didn't think you'd guessed on that I didn't think you would give me that guess Anything else? Uh
0: Buddy Rogers No Man Um I don't know man Bruno San Martino see that was the guess I was thinking you were going to give me but no it's the fabulous moolah
1: really yeah she was women's champion for 27 years <laughs>
0: yeah does it, it really count when you're not really like actively
1: defending the title I don't know if, you, if she was actually defending it but she was it was started in the NWA and then went to the WWF or whatever wow. From it was like 57 to
0: 84 and then she lost to Wendy Ricker. I think it was was. Yep So, yeah Well, you know, when well. you have the power of Cindy, uh, uh, Cindy Lopper behind you And your gross just want to have fun Yeah, horrible So, anyway, I do have trivia for you And this is Survivor Series related trivia Oh, snap Are you yeah. ready? Uh, no, we we'll go ahead All no. right um some of these are gonna be pretty obvious. Um uh, this is actually a three part question. Oh, damn. Alright. Who what two wrestlers are tied with the most Survivor Series matches? Ooh uh wait, what do you mean? Just like the most matches overall, they've been the most Survivor Series in and the match. Okay, I was saying is it like the tag matches or just overall? Overall matches can be any kind of match whatsoever. Uh Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Ooh, you are correct, sir. Yeah. All right. So, well, what's the other? Is there? Is this is the a three-part. You said. Yeah. But who has the most Survivor Series wins?
1: Mm. it's it's neither of the two. No, that's that's too easy.
0: Uh Randy Orton. Nope. Damn. Bans- it's actually. Really? the Undertaker, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. You were about to say the Undertaker. Yeah, the Undertaker with twelve wins. Really? Yeah. has had the most Survivor Series losses? Oh, jeez. Um, Triple H? Uh, no. Shawn Michaels? It is Shawn Michaels, yes, with 10 losses. Good lord. I, I kept thinking about that stretch where he didn't even wrestle for those years. Like, when his yeah. back messed up, but
1: um, he had a lot of... Yeah, he, he didn't win... <laughs> he didn't win a lot of matches, yeah. The one he won was the, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he definitely gave a lot, a, a lot of matches away uh, when he came back. Did not care if he won or lost. He just had fun doing the matches, so. Wait, does it have the wins he had? Cause I can only think of, like,. Uh no, I just have that uh, ten is the number he's lost.
1: Because I, I know, I think it was what ninety seven with the screw job, and then two thousand two he won the Elimination Chamber. That was that was it. That's all I know.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm gonna give you three wrestlers. You got to tell me what they have in common Survivor Series. Crap. Okay. Brutus Beefcake. Okay. Mickey James. Damn. And Randy Savage.
1: Oh. Wait
0: Beefcake
1: Savage And Mickey James Yep Oh no Good lord I was going to all tag with Paul Togan But that's not
0: <laughs> Well I, I think that's I was, I was kind of close No not really Um Yeah no, mm. Well, hold on, I said Survivor Series Yeah, I just said Survivor Series Do you need a clue? They're the last, they're the sole survivors of their team? No No idea um, They're all undefeated at Survivor Series
1: mm. Beefcake? Yeah, yeah They only asked like, once, didn't they? Ugh Yeah, that's got like a minimum of like a few minutes I don't know Mickey James Is one
0: like two or three, but my god
1: That's right.
0: a that's crazy Alright, so t- I'm going to give you three new more wrestlers And you got to tell me what they have in common too so Series. Do my best, yeah
1: Alright uh, Borsukov Oh?
0: No <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're off the podcast IRS Yeah And Umaga What? Oh, Jesus Survivor Series I imagine they're winless Uh, That's correct. They have never won a Survivor Series.
1: That's a shame. Yeah. Especially for IRS. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of surprising. I mean Umaga. I mean, yeah, you know, of Soul, of course, right now. Yep. Freaking IRS. I love the guy. Anyway,
0: (laughs) I I got stumped. Yeah. Nothing here to do. Um. Ready to move on to our retrospective pay-per-view? Yeah, yeah. All right. This is the one that you picked. This is uh, WrestleMania WrestleMania Survivor Series 2009. Um, yeah. Interesting choice. I'm well, oh, sorry? Uh, no, please go ahead. All right. Uh, hailing from the Verizon Center in my kind of hometown of Washington, D.C. Yeah. About that. <laughs> I just that's uh, off related topic.
1: Matt Williams did not deserve manager of the year. I'm
0: oh, just, shut up.
1: It was Mike Matheny all the way. Um just saying. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I picked this pay per view for for basically the first match on the pay per view itself. That was it. Because wow. at the time it, it's more like a it's like a future thing. Like how could they put so many guys it was like basically like the future of baby in that match and then now it's like What the hell happened?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so the first match, um, there was a dark match, but we're not going to count it. Uh, We have the the, the first match of Team Miz um, with The Miz, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Dolph Ziggler, and Jack Swagger Mm -hmm. defeating the team of Team Morrison, a.k.a. Team Former Future of the company. John Morrison, Matt Hardy, Evan Bourne, Shelton Benjamin, and Finley. Yeah, I mean, and, and if I remember
1: the win was Sheamus giving the Celtic cross to Morrison.
0: Um, I can double-check that for you. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. It was a high cross at 20 minutes and 52 seconds.
1: It's, just think about, like, this entire match. Look, look at all the guys that are in there. Like, Sheamus won the WWE title the next pay-per-view against Cena. Yeah. Swagger won the world title the next month. Like, like, no, like, the week after WrestleMania the next year. Ziggler won a world title. The Miz was WWE champion. Uh, I mean, freaking Morrison was in the ICN US champ before he got booted.
0: But Yeah, that frig- guy got really thrown off the bus there.
1: Yeah, well, I think it had to do with, like, Molina not getting picked like, over Trish Stass at WrestleMania when Snooki had the match, but... I don't know. The thing was like there was just so much. And Drew McIntyre, I mean, well, you know, you know, future endeavor, right? But
0: yeah, <laughs> Vince McMahon's handpicked
1: jobber. It, it's crazy, like you know, that they had so many and not say unproved, but you know, like up and coming guys in the same match. And I thought that was, like again, the future of the company. And for the most part, it hasn't – it's been lukewarm because like some of them, like Seamus and Miz, got all the way up there. Yeah. Like they
0: struggled with it. Marshall well, had it. Shelton Benjamin never had it. Yeah, I mean, those those guys, I mean, they came, like, this is pretty much, like, the, the, the match of, like, the upper mid cards, um, but overall, as a match itself, I thought it was pretty decent. Um, all these guys were pretty decent wrestlers and gave a pretty de- pretty good show, so good good way to start it up, but, yeah, yeah it is back. kind of weird. It's the whole symbolism, like, all these guys, like, yeah. Morrison, Hardy, uh, Bourne, Shelton Benzman, and Finley. well, Finley's still around as, like, an agent, but everybody else is... Just gone to their wayside, really.
1: Adam Warren has such a good push. I mean, he beat Jericho on a pay per view, and then, like, he gets injured, he gets busted twice for drug suspensions, and then he gets fired, and you never see him again. Yeah. There but, you go. Like, one thing that got me is, like, if, if you pay attention to a Drew McIntyre, his finisher is
0: exactly like Dean Ambrose. The Dirty Deeds or whatever. Which one, the, the old one or the new one? The Double Hunter Hard Hook yeah. Uh, DDT? Yeah. Yeah. It looks exactly
1: like the one that Dean Ambrose uses now.
0: Huh. But well, maybe Dean Ambrose is the new future of the company.
1: As long as the new future Endeavor, he is.
0: Yeah. It's so much, anyway. much that match. So much.
1: Yeah, I'm done. I'm done lamenting. Let's please, let's move on.
0: Let's move on. All right. So we have uh, the next match, which is... Uh Batista defeating Rey Mysterio by referee stoppage, which is just a freaking shame. Let him wrestle. Um... Yeah, I, I I went back and watched the match again because
1: you said it, 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 your expectation wasn't as or your what you thought of was not anywhere close to what I thought of it. So I went back and looked, and yeah, it's pretty average. I mean, they were trying to put Batista over as a heel, and they figured just beating a living tar out of Rey Mysterio is the way to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, well. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, that I, I think the Rey Mysterio versus big guys doesn't work well because either it's Rey Mysterio just running around the mat, ring avoiding them or when the big guys get in their hands on Rey Mysterio and just throw them around like a rag doll. Um, yeah, I just I don't like the match because of that and that's pretty much what this match was. Rey Mysterio had its moments once Batista got his hands on him, he just destroyed him. Um, and the fact that they, like, the referees just stopped the match, I mean, come on, that's just dumb. Bush league. Bushley. No, um, yeah, I
1: agree. He's had some decent. He's had some decent matches with Undertaker, which he would have a couple months later at the Royal Rumble has some really good matches with him. But I just think like Batista's is one of those guys that's just hard to work with.
0: Yeah, he just looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, he's bad.
1: And you almost know, find like he, he was supposed to be. Kinda get over as
0: a heel, being that's crap and a Mysterio, but the, his hometown loved it. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to make a the guy the uh, heel in his hometown, though I think now we probably... Well, actually, we wouldn't boo him because he's Drax, and everybody loves Drax. Yeah, until he starts wrestling again. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Next up, we have another traditional Survivor Series match with Team Kingston. Kofi Kingston, Montel, Vontavious Porter, MVP, Mark Henry, R-Truth, and the token Canadian Christian defeated the team of Team Orton, Randy Orton, Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, CM Punk, and William Regal.
1: Yeah, how about that match? That's like a classic... That's like what a good Survivor Series match should be all about. It's like, you've got naturally born feuds that are infused into this match so it's like yeah it's like five guys that are random but it's five random guys who have feuds with five random guys like regal had a problem with christian which i forgot the ecw titles still around at the time but, uh, man, the match was really good. It's, and even the ending where he they brought him pinning Punk and Orton in six seconds.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was like... I was just thinking, this is Kofi Kingston we're talking about here? Like, the guy, like, is... I I think this is pretty much the height of he's ever been pushed, really.
1: Did you – as soon as I watched it, I went back and I read read up on it because I was trying to remember exactly what happened. And then they said because he had a match with Orton and he botched a spot and Orton, like, yelled at him, like, live on TV calling him an idiot. You know, like like the Shawn Michaels-Vader thing from SummerSlam. Yeah. And then from that point on – you never see Kofi Kingston get back anywhere close to that level right there because of a botched spot against Randy Orton.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, because Orton shouldn't be calling everybody who's who should be moving on, who shouldn't be should not be moving on. So, but then yeah. if, if management listens to them, aren't they the idiots?
1: True. True. And, and for you, I mean, speaking of Kofi, to backtrack, what do you think of his? Freaking promo with like the Jesus choir behind them and all that.
0: Oh, with the whole New Day thing? I don't know. It's like they're they're the anti-Nation. They're like actually positive African Americans.
1: Oh, great. So yeah, just make Bo Dallas like Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, right? (laughs) Ooh, that'd be
0: awesome. Anyway, next up we have a three-way championship match. Is the uh, champion Undertaker defends his World Heavyweight Championship against Chris Jericho Uh and Big Show, the
1: unified tag team champions.
0: Which this
1: This is the part that I didn't like about it because the build up to it was just just absolutely pissed me off. Because you saw because they did the Raw one first. I actually I don't know which one came first, SmackDown or Raw, but they were like, wait a minute. So we have a tag team that's going to be in a triple threat against the champion. Let's do that same thing for the other show. And do the exact same thing. Like I think that's what killed those two matches. It's just they're it so similar. same. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's pretty dumb, actually. I, I wasn't watching wrestling at this point, so this is like the first time I saw the pay-per-view. Um, yeah, that's... Well, we'll get to it in a second, but I think this match was probably the weaker of oh. the two. Well, it is. But the thing is, like...
1: And and I've always gone through this philosophy that, and because it's never it's never happened since like Ultimate Warrior, I think. Like, let's say you got a person who has a championship belt. Right. How often do people who have championship belts win big time matches that like uh, Royal Rumbles? I've never seen an Intercontinental U.S. champ or a tag champ win a Royal Rumble. So you look at like a Survivor Series or like a a championship match. Are you going to give a one half of the tag team champions? the world heavyweight title no because there are already the tag champs that are in a few with DX didn't make any sense to have them in the match at all. Plus, the match itself was just out of place. Like, I don't think Jericho had a lot to work with with Big Show and Undertaker at the time. Yeah,
0: both uh, Big Show and Undertaker would make the match so slow. It, it's really just kind of a crappy, boring match, unfortunately. Um, and I've never been, like, a really... I mean, Jericho, I guess I'm into, but the other two guys, I'm a big fan of. So, yeah, it was, it was kind of a cumbersome match, if you ask me.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not. not
0: this was not my favorite match of the night, for sure. So, next up we have um, the final Survivor Series match. In this case is actually a Divas match. So the team of Team Mickey, Mickey James, Kelly Kelly, Molina, Gal Kim, and E Torres defeated the team of Mich- Team Michelle, Team Michelle Cool, uh, Michelle McCool. Sorry, Jillian Hall, Beth Phoenix, Layla, and Alicia Fox. Well, how many of those ladies have now no longer with the company?
1: Now, maybe it's just me because I forgot this whole feud entirely. Like, I, and then I looked it up because it was a feud where. Like, they really got under Mickey James' skin about her weight and kept calling her Piggy James and kept making her look like fat little pig images on the titantrons and whatever. But for me, no disrespect to Mickey, but you have the divas champion on your team, and she's not the team captain, but the women's champ is the captain on the other team. Oh, I don't know if that was kind of odd, cause it's 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 it, it sort of slighted Melina a little bit, I think. Yeah. But man, they all look good. Dude. But there's a funny part. Did you notice how when they all came out of the ring? How, like when they all get in the rain they all try to position themselves where you can see each one of them on camera doing their little struts and poses yeah I noticed
0: that That was kind of interesting
1: <laughs> look at me look at me no look at no go look at me it was it was hilarious but nothing really just to go home about except for um you know think about how many of those people are still here now
0: like what Layla Uh, Let's see here. We have... James, no. Kelly, Kelly? No, 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 no. Layla, Alicia Fox.
1: Yeah. And it's crazy because this was right around the time that she started dating Undertaker, I think. She almost like, cool. Ooh. Yeah. And Beth, Beth Phoenix has had Edge's baby like last year or so. She's set. Other than that, this match is just Yeah. It's like a Diva's match in Raw now. It's kinda like yeah, you
0: get a couple spots, you're out you're out there like in two minutes. Yeah, I went by pretty fast actually, which was pretty much the only merciful thing about the match. I <laughs> guess indeed. All right, so we come to our main event, which is John Cena defending his championship belt, uh, WWE championship, against Triple H and Shawn Michaels, the team of Degeneration X.
1: Yeah. And again, this is another problem that I have because as DX, you weren't going to put the belt on either Triple H or Shawn Michaels. Nope. I mean, I mean, once you broke them apart, sure, but at that time, no, which kind of killed it for me. I know this is probably not one of the better Survivor Series that could have been picked, but I just thought that first match spoke a lot about the company itself, but my god, like, you knew Cena was going to walk out with the belt. It was just how and how much damage DX did to themselves. Yeah. So, that just up was, okay, I did like the sweet chin music as,
0: as soon as the match started. Yeah, I like the fact (laughs) that... Cena looks at it and he's just like what the hell did I get myself into and Shawn Michaels has gone insane you're like Shawn Michaels is vintage Shawn Michaels will stab you in the back so I, I like that I, I like that match overall I think it was pretty good but yeah you didn't see either one of those guys win the match
1: which is a shame you know poor Triple H he always wanted to win another championship yeah it
0: would be nice to give him more championships than say John Cena but yeah well he's still young he still has some chances <sighs> well We'll see. How would you rate this peer review overall? Nah, if it gets anything above a C, I'm impressed. I gotta be honest with you, man, I am giving it a C. It was, wasn't was really bad, but it wasn't great either. It didn't, I, I wouldn't, I'd would be really mad if I paid money for it, to tell you the truth.
1: Yeah. Which I, uh, I did. I didn't purchase the pay-per-view live, but I did buy the DVD. I didn't buy the
0: DVDs anymore? Seriously.
1: I really thought that first match was gonna be like you could look back like now and be like, look at how look at those guys. That's their starting point. Now it's like. Well, crap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now they're just not going anywhere. Nowhere, brother. It's nowhere. Anyway, ready to do our uh, lists, unless you have more trivia?
1: Uh... Not really. I mean, well, I mean, there, there's one that I was looking at. Um, do you know how many times The Rock has been a champion? it
0: Has been a what champion? I'm sorry, you were talking about a, a heavy champion. A heavyweight champion. How many times has The Rock been it? Oh, crap. Um, I would say... So. Six times. The answer is eight. Eight, damn it. Now, now maybe
1: I think you may have asked this before, but we'll tell the Art World Championship the most
0: times. The Hardcore Championship. Yes. She um, was um, the most times Crash Holly. No. Did you want? Did you want more guesses? Um, because Crash Holly then is probably. Uh, I'm trying to think who that would be. Because that's really stumping me. Um, Raven? No. Uh- This, like, have you ever read any of his books? Oh, dude, you're breaking up, man. Okay, have you ever read any of McFoley's books? Uh, yes,
1: I've read the first two. Do you know, like, the one guy he continually bashes all the time? Al Snow. That is that's your answer, sir.
0: Oh, really? Al Snow, yes, and Job Squad, really representing. Oh, god, yeah, damn right. Alright, so top five, sir. Top five Survivor Series matches. Actually, uh, didn't get a chance to go back and watch my, uh, the matches I chose except for one. So, pretty much went by uh, memory on this one, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. I did go back and watch one match, which actually I was glad I put it on my list. But, um, since it'll be a gentleman, how about you go first?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I figured. Since uh, since we will try to make this quick, I'm going to go with the one that we just talked about. Again, again because I I, I liked the, the 2009 one, the one with Ziggler and Sheamus and all those guys in it. Again, that's the number five for me mm-hmm. because again I, I've never seen a match like that I had so many like future up and coming guys in the same match. And they, del- they did pretty well. I mean, like, Sheamus was freaking over as a bad guy at that point because he had just retired the uh, authority stooge, Jamie Noble. And, you know, everyone did, del- like, Ziggler delivered, McIntyre, even old guys, Matt Hardy and Mark Henry were still doing pretty well. Yep. I... I, it's one it's one of those matches like yeah you wouldn't watch it all the time but I was entertained by it so I enjoyed it number yep. five three. all
0: right well my list doesn't really have an order to it so much that I'm just going to go ahead and list top five matches I really liked uh, so number five just because you need an order um, from Survivor Series 2003 Team Bischoff Chris Jericho Christian Randy Orton Mark Henry and Scott Steiner versus mm-hmm. Team Austin Shawn Michaels Booker T Rob Van Dam and the Dudley Boys. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, well, I like the match because it had consequences. If uh, Team Austin lost, which they did, um, Austin had to leave Raw, which he did briefly, I think. Um, and also, I mean, if you look at them, it's a pretty much a Hughes who, except for Scott Steiner, of uh, and Mark Henry. Man. Well, other than that, I mean, all those guys can really deliver. And, I mean, it was It was, good. It was pretty much like, you know, the, the best Ron can offer except for Scott Stenner and Mark Henry.
1: Are we, Are we sure Mark Henry hasn't lost more than Shawn Michaels? I'm pretty sure. Uh, that's, that's that's messed up. Shawn Michaels should just come back and wrestle Mark Henry and then just fix that. Yeah. Um, but, man, no, that match was was pretty good And Because I remember that one. It was where um, Randy Orton beats Shawn Michaels. And then Shawn Michaels, like, stands in the ring with Austin. And, like, just... They start sobbing and crying and hugging or something. Something career, like that, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and Austin just stood there in the ring. And they just cheered him for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> and then he comes back, what, three weeks later, Sheriff Austin or something? Like, yeah. But the match itself was fantastic. Austin's team was too good to lose. It was crazy. But yeah. That is a great choice, sir. Thank you. Um let's see. I I went with a different one because I thought this one was fantastic. This was 2013. This was the the Shield with Swagger and Cesaro going against the Rhodes Brothers, Mysterio, and the Usos. Yeah, yeah I know. You probably should use that as the you know the, the latest one as you like to do, but man, they, this is that one where you really wanted the Shield to take on the Wyatts, and it almost happened, but they pulled back and made the Rhodes Brothers. I was a little disappointed with. But, I mean, they were already feuding over the tag team titles at the time, and, you know, the authority was just getting their claws into these guys, and it was a fantastic match from beginning to end. Like, it's one of those matches that gets overlooked because it's not against the Wyatts, or it's not against the Evolution, but... Like, everybody delivered
0: in this match. It was really good. Yeah, I got to go back and watch it now. Thanks a lot. Oh, no problem, sir. All right. Um, so, my number four. Yes, 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 um, I'm going to go with probably one of the most loaded uh, matches. It's a 10-man uh, tag team match. 10 on 10. From 1988. Are you ready? Is this is all the tag teams. Yeah, Yeah, all the tag teams. So, Powers of Pain, Warlord and the Barbarian, The Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Mario Giannetti, The British Bulldogs, David Boy Smith and Diamond and Kid, and The Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil" Nightheart. So that's like, you know, three of uh, my favorite tag teams in the era. Uh, and The Young Stallions, Jim Powers and Paul Roma. Uh, defeated Demolition, Axe and Smash, The Brain Busters of Iron Anderson and Tilly Blanchard, The Bolsheviks, Nick Korlev Bolkov and Borzukov, the fabulous Rujos of Jacques and Raymond, and the Conquistadors Uno and Dos. Man,
1: I love the Conquistadors. They were brilliant. <laughs> number one, number number one tag team all time. No, well,
0: uh, yeah, but what'd you like about it? Um, I just like the fact that they did like it's kind of a gimmick match, and then it's like 40 minutes long, but. Um, I like it because, you know, instead of doing, like, breaking down the, the tag teams and putting them with singles rosters, you're doing, like, a tag team versus tag team. Um, and, man, because they had, like, can do ten tag teams, um, and at least, you know, I'd say about, you know, 60% of those guys are, pre- are pretty quality teams from what I remember. Um, that was cool to be able to, they were able to do that in that era. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're right. Cause the year after this, they did one where it was like Hogan and like Jake the Snake and Bret Hart and Hacksaw were on a team, I think, and like you just broke up all the good tag teams. But yeah, now this, I mean, holy crap, 40 minutes and 10 tag teams.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, how can you go wrong, sir? Uh, I don't know. Maybe throw an extra tag team on both sides, and then things get really crowded. Yeah.
1: No, no, no that is. Uh, what tag team would be left? Um, Were the Rockers in there, did you say that? Yeah, the
0: Rockers were on the winning team. What uh, what about the... Tw- I like
1: said Towers? Twin Towers? Was it Boss Man and Akeem, The African Dream?
0: Uh, that was the next year. Was they uh they? No, actually, no. What? Um, they were they because it's 1988. They were actually in the main event against Hulk Hogan and um, the Macho Man.
1: We, oh no! Wait, no, because that was the one where like they they showed Elizabeth's polka dot underwear or something.
0: Mm, they showed underwear in SummerSlam. Now I gotta check that out. I thought it was. Oh, you're, you're, it's either SummerSlam or Survivor Series. So no, not. it's SummerSlam. She flashed him. Well, yeah, can't My get flash means She took off her skirt and everything, and man, we're, we're sitting really pervy right now. Um,
1: um, I was just want to make sure which one it was. Like, if this was 10 years later, it would have been entirely more
0: closed, but that's not the
1: point. Yeah, you gotta rest her soul, of course. Uh, yeah. um, all right, so number three um, for you, yes, we've yes, I went with this is from 2000, it was uh, the Hardys and the Dudleys. And they went against Edge and Christian, the good Father, and uh, Val Venus. Wow. Yeah. I know. Uh, like, it, it's just sort of like one of those deals that the Dunn is the hardest. I like, hate each other. They all the to hate each other, but, like, they just... Couldn't get enough of them yet. And like this was this was between TLC 1 and TLC 2 at WrestleMania 17 So it was like we have to keep making these guys wrestle each other like that They're really they're really freaking hot right now and yeah, I mean You know maybe, maybe Edge didn't look that great in that match so be it But everyone had their hots their high spots and it was not bad that Oh, Rise of got their ass kicked. <laughs> I miss Rise right sensor These guys were cool. Oh, God, their entrance music was so bad. Like, warning warning, and that was you know, the I was
0: just like, what the hell, yeah,
1: very good match, very good
0: match. All right, um, so my number three match, uh, also from Survivor Series 2003, I don't know, I think I liked this match just because it was really good, like, ultimate face versus heel uh, teams, uh, and the build-up was pretty cool, and this is also when John Cena turned face, So I like this match, too, because of that. And I was a big John Cena fan at the time. But it's Team Angle um, with Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, name redacted, uh, John Cena, Hardcore Holly, and Bradshaw. Go figure. Versus Team Lesnar. Um, Brock Lesnar, The Big Show, Matt Morgan, Nathan Jones, and A-Train. Pretty sure that was the biggest team of all time. It must have been. Those guys were huge. Or John Cena called them at the time Team Sasquatch.
1: Man. Uh,
0: you know, I guess the
1: Cena of Face Turn was was inevitable and he stopped doing his solo raps. They oh my god. You remember he used to use the raps like on the way to the ring instead of just doing it after he got there? Um, we had like Bull Buchanan as B squared as his little running buddy, something like that. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but no, Lesnar and Angle had a a friend friggin' tastic feud that whole
0: year. Yeah, those guys really got it at the whole year. Um, the fact that they changed being heels and faces like so many times is ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, Brock Lesnar had a great run, and the fact that his most of his run was booked by uh, Paul Heyman um, definitely didn't hurt him at all.
1: No. No, that was a good, very good choice, sir. Thank you. Um, my next one, I went... 2002 and the Elimination Chamber match.
0: Ooh, yeah. I mean, technically, I don't know if that qualifies. It's uh, it's 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 elimination match, so I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow
1: it. Continue, damn it. I mean, yeah, they bastardized it all the hell with its own pay-per-view and like multiple. Matches since that point, but just the historical significance of me being the first one And I mean if you ever read about it like there's a lot of like, you know Bosch spots in there like like Kane came out at the wrong time He wasn't supposed to and all sorts of screw-ups in that match, but Especially Shawn Michaels and his brown pants like he must have gone to war, right? <laughs> uh, anyways fetch me my brown pants no, but uh, it's got a haircut too. But no, the match itself was really, really good. and The crowd ate up Shawn Michaels coming back and winning the title, even if it was just for one month. Everyone loved it, and it was—I I thought that was the best way to end that match. It, and again, for historical purposes, I thought it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well, that I actually haven't seen that match. Uh, I'll take your word for it, and the fact that they did something new and innovating is very cool.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot. It was insane. Like RVD took so much, so many ridiculous bumps in that match.
0: How oh, that man stole lives beyond me. Yeah. Bring him more weed. Pretty you very much. Uh, anyway, uh, so my number two? Yes, yes, yes. And this is actually one match where I, I don't remember if I've seen this or not, but it kept on showing up on, on many top ten lists, so I had to go back and watch it again tonight. Uh, and I was not disappointed. This match is freaking cool. Team SmackDown versus Team Raw. Team SmackDown, Batista, Rey Mysterio, and Randy Orton, with Bobby Lashley and JBL. And Team Raw of Shawn Michaels came, The Big Show, Carlito, and Chris Masters, Survivor Series 2005. Oh yeah so yeah this is oh man it, it was actually like a good match because it was nothing but the bragging rights between the two brands mm-hmm. um, and of course there's a I forget who's what in this point in terms of heels and faces I mean I'm thinking Shawn Michaels probably a face Batista yeah. or Mysterio faces Randy Orton heel maybe uh, Bobby Lashley face uh, JBL heel um, but it was cool see that kind of mix between faces and heels they're fighting for their different brands so it's all bragging rights uh, and the fact the announcement Just get on each other's cases the entire time too. um, Shows that they had real passion for uh, this match and for just you know the just the bragging rights between both brands. So makes me want to go back to brand extension.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, Um, the build up. To that was so freaking great, like just because they had a spot where Edge um, didn't want to wrestle somebody, so Bischoff like fake fired him from Raw. <laughs> then he goes to SmackDown to wrestle Batista, and then he comes out in street clothes with Lita. Batista's like all pissed off, and then Big Show and Kane th- come through the crowd and just beat the living crap out of Batista. <laughs> It was a really good build-up. Oh, I liked it. Because Final Raw was working together to trash SmackDown. I um, was not mistaken. Batista was like the second one to get to lose. He yeah, was, he
0: was eliminated um, after Big Show and Kane uh, gave him dual choke slams. Now, um, this is going to sound pretty bad, but uh,
1: this is the match I want to beer bet with uh, the commissioner over. Oh. Because I bet him that Bobby Lashley would be the first one eliminated. You know, for like the same reasons that most African Americans like are the first ones to die in movies. Uh, you're being so, stereotypical here, but yeah, that's. And I actually Spends the only, but my thought was, well, if they're the first. Generally, the first ones to die in movies. He'll be the first one eliminated. And he was. So I, I felt pretty smart about that when That was good. Good. Uh, no, it's a really good match. I like that choice. I forgot all about that match actually. Down. Damn, 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 damn. That's a good one. Yeah. Number
0: one.
1: All want right, gonna make sure I got these names right because I'm pulling this out of memory. And if I screw it up, uh, oh, at least I tried. It's my favorite one of all time. And if you have not seen it, I, I, you, you need to watch it on the network, everyone, for free right now. Sign up, and watch it. It was 1991, it was uh, Flare, DiBiase, the Mountie, and the Warlord. And they went up against, it was Bulldog, Virgil, Roddy Piper, and Bret Hart. It was so freaking good. Like, there's so much, like, heat, not heat, but, like, so much hatred in that match, because, you know, DiBiase just got the million-dollar title back from Virgil. The fact that he lost to Virgil is first terrible terrible wrestler if anyone remember that time he's horrible but what like you know hart had to get, uh, a few with the mountie freaking coco beware was it was not essay coco beware yeah he was in the match for like no reason it was just so much ridiculousness, but the match itself was so entertaining. And Flair was getting that initial push as the real world champion. You know, he held like what the digitized tag team title belt in his hand.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, but man, like, just like like the, the amount of like really great wrestling talent in that ring, like like it's entertaining from beginning and you just there's no boring spot. Even though there's like. 23 year old match it's freaking amazing and then Flair wins it at the end with you know everyone else getting counted out or disqualified because I guess for a count out reason Flair won really really good match is there any
0: other reason to win
1: um
0: say so what now anyway uh moving on I'm sorry um, so, my number one. Yes, 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 yes. And this is number one for a couple reasons. Um, but also, this is my first WWF uh, live event I went to. Mm. As far as I remember. It's a, it, well, that's probably true. Uh, Survivor Series 2001. Oh. You went to, to, the, to the Alliance? Yep, the Alliance versus Team WWF such a I'm sorry please go ahead well while the rest of the pay per view is shit um not all of it but most of it yeah. um this is really the only memorable match of of the night um and um I mean re- looking back at it it's kind of a crappy storyline because the alliance was like mostly with guys who would jump from WWF to these got to the WCW ECW alliance which was just really kind of a crappy storyline that I hated but this match at least was the blow match for the whole feud and it was actually really really good um it was Team WWF of The Rock The Undertaker Kane Chris Jericho and The Big Show
1: man nah. They have so much talent that's
0: still around. Yeah, Jesus. That that actually is true, man. That's pretty freaking scary. Uh, versus the alliance of Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Rob Van Dam, Booker T, and Shane McMahon.
1: Let's see. So Shane was a WWF guy. Kurt Angle had just recently turned from to the alliance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, um... <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing got, got me, because, like, Vince McMahon killed it, because, like, I remember, like, earlier in the pay-per-view, he's, like, he's, like, he always had, like, an ace in the hole, or a guarantee, like, he guaranteed he was going to win, and it was because he sent Kurt Angle into the alliance as a spy to ruin Austin, and then, which ended up turning
0: Angle heel and Austin face, like, yeah. the next day. But, yeah, no, you're right, that feud needed to die. Yeah, it so needs nice to die, but at least have a great match, you know, to it's a blow-up.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that match was fantastic, and we're forgetting the amazing match where Edge beat Test to unify the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title. Oh, and then they broke them up again another year later. Yeah, it was, those contests were stupid. Where I was like, if WCW had won. Edge would have been the U.S. champ, but when WWF won, he was the Intercontinental champ.
0: I don't know. It, it was some kind of... It, the whole feud was really, really done and badly badly done. Um, I have so many complaints, but uh, end of the day, that was a good match. Good way yeah. to, to appear with you. Yeah, no, I mean, the
1: WWF had to win. So, you know, it just blow it off, kill it, start over. That's it. Might as well. Yes, 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 yes,
0: Alright, so, uh, for next week, Ooh. because we're still in Survivor Series season. I'm thinking we're going to do something really stupid. Oh, really stupid. Really stupid. We're going to draft each of us. Oh, this is what I want to do. I don't know if you're totally into this. Oh, this is crap. Not going to go <laughs> uh, We always draft a team, like five uh, versus five teams. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm going to say go from any era, but we can't have duplicates. So you can't have like one person on each side.
1: Well, um, what if... Oh, yeah, you're fine. I mean, what there was, like, Rocker, Shawn Michaels against, like, DX, Shawn Michaels.
0: Yeah, I thought about that. It's still kind of dumb. Okay, fair enough. So, well, uh, so dress teams, uh, five wrestlers. Can be for anybody from wrestling. Can be from TNA. Can be from ECW. Can be from WCW. Don't care. Um, and then we'll kind of simulate back and forth how the match is going to go.
1: No, is there any other requirements? Like, because, again... If here, let's say we, we both make like five Hall of Famers who would be the ones to lose first because there's always going to be that guy that loses at the beginning
0: yeah I, I kind of thought about that and you know what there, there's no shame let's we'll just see how it happens I think that would take turns narrating the action yeah um, and you're just kind of see how it goes. Uh, again, it's a really stupid idea. It, it's almost like, you know, make-believe here, but uh, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, well, the, what would help is if a storyline was built into it? Ooh, well, we would have to put the storyline into the narrative as we go along, too. Oh, well, yeah, because that way it'd be easier to figure out who's going to win who's going to lose. Um, I guess we could do that, or just kind of go back and forth in terms of pins, a lot, pins and submissions. Okay. Or and- discount um, outs or whatever you want to do, too. Uh, so what does the
1: winning team get? Cause I have creative control on my contract. Um, they
0: get bragging rights for another year.
1: Oh man, speaking of bragging rights, now nah, I got nothing. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that sounds good.
0: Um, what's the retrospectives? It's your pick as well. Oh, it is! It is going to be the 1990 uh, Survivor Series where the with the Ultimate Survival Match. They've been playing that on the network a lot recently. That's a great pay-per-view. Except I think they have the Gobly Gooker. It is the Gobbly Gooker. We can skip the Gobbly Gooker, but everything else is golden. I mean, this is pretty much like the height of Hulk. But well, I'm not say the height of Hulkamania because Hulkamania is slowly dying at this point. But it's it's a great showcase of all the talent from that era. It's not even Ultimate
1: Warrior's best show because he sucked at that. Anyway, he was the channel.
0: Well, cocaine and uh, steroids would do that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, good deal, sir. All right, well, so we'll uh, be doing that next week then. Yes, yes, of course. All right, well, that's all I got. Yeah, no.
1: Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just falling apart at the scenes at the end here. It's fine. We
0: really are. We're just like, well, that
1: that's the end of the show. Thing. You know, maybe we'll, you know, I promise a more exciting. Cricket of a SmackDown review, um, because I mean it comes on Hulu.
0: So I mean it's like you get like what 60 minutes of SmackDown. That's easy. Yeah, we could totally and, do that. Well, maybe and, I'll try to watch SmackDown this week. Maybe.
1: I don't want. I don't want to put you through that kind of hell. <laughs> um, also, if I if I can get it done in time, because I'm about three quarters of the way done, uh, I can review the Chris Jericho book. The best in the world at what? I have no idea.
0: Oh, that would be interesting. Yes. Yeah, it has got a lot of good stuff in there so far. It's worth a read. All right. Well, fair enough. We'll see how it goes. All right. Have a great week, sir. All right. Well, for the DBGA Wrestling Podcast, this uh, is Turnbuckle Jim. Fast Count Bryant. And one last thing. Damn
1: you, Chair Shot, for beating me at fantasy football. What one more
0: jerky Eagles defense jerk. <laughs> All, right. A All right. Catch you later, man. Yeah, yeah.